Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, everybody, to the Hockey Think Tank podcast brought to you by the HockeyThinkTank.com, a website for all players, parents, and coaches to go to get a little bit of education and a little bit of inspiration regarding the greatest game on the planet. What an episode we have for you guys here today. It is, again, going to be just Jeffrey, Jehu, Tatted Man, No Tooth, Lavecchio and myself, and we are going to be talking about maximizing your potential and how to do that. And, uh, you know, in this, uh, in this world of hockey that we live in, uh, one of the things that we love to talk about is just how to get the best out of yourself. And so Vex and I are going to go through some personal stories, personal experiences, talk about people that we've seen and, and, uh, how we feel like any of you can reach your potential to the best of your ability. So, uh, with that, let's bring on the talent of the podcast. Jeffrey, Jehu, Tatted, whatever I just said, Lavecchio. Vex, what's up today, man? The old Tatted, whatever. You know, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing well, man. Was, was obviously really hoping to see you on Turkey Day, but you know, you're so busy. Uh, University of Michigan, never heard of it, so <laughs> didn't get to see you, unfortunately. Um, but I uh, got to see the rest of the fam in Chicago, so that was awesome, and. Uh, you know, it's funny that we're talking about this today because, uh, you know, I, I left St. Louis, I think probably like last Wednesday morning and then didn't get back till, till, you know, late last night. Um, and I'm a very routine oriented person, extremely routine oriented. I just know I, I found that that helps me feel my best. It helps me perform my best. It helps me be more successful and things like that. And obviously being out of a routine and, living out of a hotel for the last whatever five six days and you know eating every meal out and all that type of stuff like i just felt so crappy and off and just like out of the the flow um and that's gonna happen in your hockey career were you not doing the bull dance (laughs) feeling feeling the the flow flow, happy up and down and around i should have been going up and down and around uh, (laughs) But unfortunately, I, I wasn't energy block bad, you know. <laughs> but harness but, energy, block. harness that's sort of harness energy block bad, harness energy block bad. Um, yeah, so uh, I wasn't doing that well enough, I guess. And uh, so it's it's it actually w- lined up perfectly with what we're going to be talking about tonight, uh, maximizing your potential. Um, because every day is not going to be a good day. Every day you're not going to wake up and the sun isn't shining and there's rainbows coming out your butt and you know, life is good. And you scored three goals over the weekend. Like that's not how hockey works all the time. So you've got to find ways to, uh, to get better in those, in those downtimes. So I think, uh, me having a, a subpar day and having to battle through it was perfect for what we're going to talk about today. Love it. Absolutely. Love it. Um, Hey Vex, can you, um, can you ask me? 
what happened on my weekend? Oh, I've been dying to know, man. What happened over the weekend for you? We beat Harvard. Uh, not all big. <laughs> I hate Harvard. You hate Harvard as much as you love Michigan and Cornell. Oh, it might even be more. Anybody <laughs> who went to Cornell or who was involved in Cornell hockey can understand that that rivalry is absolutely unbelievable. And so they have such a good team too, man. Like they are really, really good. They've done a fantastic job. And um, yeah, they, you know, it, it's it was really cool just having the chance to be able to play your rival like with a different team was kind of kind of weird but like i remember before the game you know i just those same feelings were coming up of like oh we gotta beat these guys <laughs> and uh yeah we tied the first night and then uh we did a shootout at the end and they actually beat us in the shootout um but for like you know whatever reasons it, it counts as a tie and then we ended up beating them on saturday night so um yeah kudos to them they did a fantastic job it was a fun weekend it's always good to beat your rival it's a little bit different and one of our coaches rob rassi he recruited actually a lot of the kids that are on the harvard team that's where he coached for a long time and so it was extra special for him too and um yeah just overall good weekend got to see my in-laws they came out here from new jersey into uh, michigan so always good when you get to see some family thanksgiving is unreal i mean what a what a holiday what a holiday just kind of centers you you know and uh get to eat some amazing food obviously too and so um yeah it was a good weekend it was a good weekend love to hear that congratulations you <laughs> thanks <laughs> um okay so ready to go or should we uh let's let's get the sponsors let's get the sponsors going first and then we'll get Hi. into it what do you say Hi. all right let's uh you do gel sticks go Gel sticks. Head to gelsticks.com. G-E-L-S-T-X.com. That's gelsticks.com for all your weighted training aid needs. They got golf clubs. They got hockey sticks. They got lacrosse sticks. They probably got some other kind of sticks with some weight in them. Gel polymer, three times the weight of your normal stick. It bends and flexes, allows you to shoot past, kick some ass on the ice, off the ice. Doesn't matter. All right. Check hit. Take no shh. That has nothing to do with gel sticks, but I honestly, all, all honesty, my guys use gel sticks in the off season as part of our in the gym training. Also, uh, one of my guys was KHL defenseman of the year, and he had the team pack his gel sticks everywhere. He went all over Russia, all over Siberia, all over wherever he played in the KHL. Now he's back in the NHL, not a big deal, um, but he made the team pack it everywhere. It, it, it's a game changer. Go ahead to gelsticks.com, G-E-L-S-T-X.com. Use our coupon code Think Tank. One word, as Toph always says, one word, Think Tank, to get a discount for your holiday gift needs. Uh, I'd also like to thank Train Heroic. Oh, hold on, man. Oh. I was going to take yours. Oh, oh, dude, let's hear it. Boom, let's do it. I was going to take yours. All right, let's hear Train Heroic. <laughs> we listen to each other do this every episode. I figured it might be funny to like have each of us do I love others. It. Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, also, I want to thank Train Heroic. It's my training app where training app where I train literally thousands of people on every day, and you can do my workouts. So I have like 150 people that do my workouts every week. And uh, if you want to be hot like me, or you just want to be a little bit healthier, or you want to give it a gift, you know, it's it's coming Christmas time, you know, you can gift this to people. And so go to Train Heroic, and you can also get like, not in Train Heroic, but one of my GMBM hoodies or backpacks, or um, shakers, or 
um, I don't know, sign pictures of myself as Jeff Levecchio. Um, so go to Train Heroic. It's amazing. You can get uh, ripped like me, R-I-P-T or R-I-P-P-E-D. Um, and uh, it's a great app. You can get it on your phone, get it uh, anywhere your phone has apps. Also want to thank Cured Nutrition. Cured Nutrition, I have a really mush head, guys. Got a really mushy head. And uh, I've been hitting the head a lot of times. It's not something that's actually very funny, but for this, we'll we'll laugh a little bit. Vex is laughing. Okay, so that's a good thing. And uh, I have had like 13 concussions 14. and 14 concussions, sorry. And I literally, guys, use this every day. And it helps me think better. It helps me be more clear. It helps me be more mentally agile. And so like literally you can do drops, you can do like gummies, I think probably you can do all these different things. And guys, I have a code. It's called GMBM. Don't know if you heard of it. Give more, be more. And so go to curenutrition.com and use the code GMBM. You get a little bit of a discount and you can literally save your brain. Boom. Ice Hockey Systems. Want to thank Ice Hockey Systems. They have unbelievable drill drawing. They've got all these things for coaches, all these things for organizations. I myself, Topher Scott, <laughs> the Topher Scott of the University of Michigan. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I partnered with them to bring the parent survival guide. All right. There's a lot we know. A lot of you listening to this are crazy hockey people, or you're trying to stay away from the crazy hockey people. You need to head to Ice Hockey Systems to check out the Parent Survival Guide. They've got all this great stuff, all this great information. Whether you're a player, parent, or coach, you're going to get better on their website. And if you're a coach, you better use your coaching software because it's easy. It's going to make you better. And I told for Scott, put a whole bunch of videos up on there to teach you how to be better at hockey, how to be a better hockey coach. So head to IceHockeySystems.com. Thank you, guys. I feel like we need to do this every week now. <laughs> it's just going to turn more and more into a chirp fest. <laughs> Best Christmas present ever. Right there. There we go. There we go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, so um, I think for those of you that like, um, you know, when you hear we're doing the ads and try to fast forward through to the meat of the podcast, rewind like three minutes, it, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth <laughs> so, it. It'll be worth it. Um, all right, man. You ready to go? How yes. to maximize your potential. Vex, Jeffrey Lavecchio, you're going to start us off. So each of us, we decided before the podcast, each of us is going to talk about three things that we think are important to us as it relates to maximizing your potential. So neither of us know what the other threes are. And so Vex, why don't you start us off with your number one? Go. I would say um, constantly be learning constantly. And that's a, obviously that's a massive umbrella. So I'll, I'll break that down. Um, you should be thinking, what are the different ways that will make me a better hockey player? And, to break that down further, what you should be learning about. All right. So you can learn 
you know, skills, all right. On ice skills. All right. You can learn from your video, watching what you did, what you didn't do, asking coach, what do you see? What do you like? What I need to work on. You can learn about nutrition because that is the fuel that you put in your body, which allows you to play harder, longer, faster, all that stuff. Obviously training, you know, you should be learning about training. What, what type of training has helped, you know, hockey players from all over mainly mine. Um, no, but honestly it, it does help. Um, but like who, who are the strength coaches that work with NHL players? What are those players saying about their strength coaches and how they feel on the ice and how their testing is and, and all these different things. Right. So we got that, um, philosophy, right. Mindset. Um, uh, what do like, I'm a big fan of like learning from just high performers, whether that's an entrepreneur or, or, you know, a big business owner or somebody who is successful at whatever they do, because you can take traits from them and learn, okay, you know, that's a trait that I can then uh, uh, use into my own hockey career in my life. That's going to help me level up. So basically I think that all hockey, I know that all hockey players should constantly be thinking, what are different ways that I can find an edge? How can I learn about more things that will add to the whole that is me that will make me a better hockey player? So um, this is one of the most important things that I started doing at a young age. I'd say, I think it was when I was 18, um, when I spoke to the sports psychologist after a a car accident, uh, uh, had one of my teammates pass away. That opened up my eyes to sports psychology, which, you know, got me into nutrition, which got, you know, all these other different avenues where I was like, oh man, I got way better with sports psychology. What else can I learn? So just constantly parents, players, coaches, not only should you all be constantly learning, but you should also be fostering like a love for learning within the team. Make it cool to learn, make it cool to, to, to talk to your teammates about different ways and new ways to get better. So I think that's probably for me, the number one, most important thing to maximizing your potential is brain open, learn as much as you can about as many different ways that will make you a better hockey player. I love that, man. That's so good. That's such a good point. I, I was kind of hoping that like we didn't have the same ones. And I feel like there'll be some similarities, which the one that I'm going to talk about is there is some similarities what you're talking about. But I love what you said about like, if you want to be a good hockey player, don't just learn from hockey players, you know, branch out into different ways. Cause I mean, you and I both love to learn about things outside of the game that make us better in the game. And I, I wish I did that more when I was younger. When I was here, it was all hockey, everything, you know? And when you branch out and you learn from different people outside of it, you can just get like a greater perspective of how, like, and it's about maximizing your potential, not being a great hockey. It's not, it's not about being a great hockey player. It's maximizing everything that you have because there's so things, your nests. Yeah. There's so many things outside of your control that can lead to, let's call it quote unquote, being great at what you do so much more inside your control when you talk about maximizing your own potential. And obviously there's a give and a take with what you can control and what you can in both. But like, um, I love that you said that always be learning, always be learning. ABL, always be learning. I got a ring. It says ABL. Actually. No, <laughs> no what's, what's from semi-pro. I got a ring. It says love. Oh, <laughs> ELE. Everybody love everybody. All right. What do you got? Okay, so my first one, um, it's a little similar to yours um, in a different way, but self-reflection and self-awareness. Have self-reflection, self-awareness. And so breaking that down a little bit, I think 
understanding and knowing your strengths and weaknesses, if you want to maximize your potential is really important and lean into your strengths, like really lean into your strengths. I think um, there's probably a a right percentage of like focusing on your strengths versus weaknesses. If I had to take it, I would love to hear your opinion on this, but I think like 70% focus on your strengths and getting better at your strengths and maybe 30% your weaknesses. And so like, um, if you're like a good skater, don't stop working on your skating. That's what makes you good. You know, it's, it's one of your, your superpowers, one of your talents, continue to get better, continue to get better, continue to get better. Now, maybe your shot's not so good. Yeah. We got to work on our shot or some things we got to fix, but like, I feel like too many people focus on their weaknesses because they feel like they're less than, and they got to get that better. I think, I think people who really maximize their potential. They really focus on making their strengths better. Um, what, what, what would you say to that? I love that. I don't know if, if I even would have a suggestion on like a percentage, but um, you know, this is something. Yeah. That, that was very arbitrary, but yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I understand where you're going with that. I totally do. Like you really need to work on your strengths. You also should work on your weaknesses. Obviously um, something that I tell guys to do in the advising calls I do is, is set up, watch your video. I tell them to watch your video and make a list and write down what you did well in the video you're watching and write down what you didn't do well in the video you're watching. And then uh, I say, you know, before practice work, pick one of those things and just work on that before practice. And then in practice, is there a way where you can incorporate those things where you're not great at and make them a focus um, while also still like being you and focusing on your strength? So like for me, like, you know, I always use myself as an example. Like I really played with my head down a lot. Like that's, you know, I wasn't taught to play with my head up when I was younger, didn't think to do it, whatever. Um, and it was like my third or fourth year pro. I started forcing myself every drill to constantly be scanning the ice. And I've talked about this in the podcast a lot. I looked like a huge donkey skating around in like the passing and shooting drills, like the first 10 minutes of pro practice. And now you see the best skills coaches in the world, like doing that with NHL players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very routine, fundamental skating up the ice and they're scanning. Right, right. Like my head, I yeah. looked like a bobblehead. I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm looking behind me. I'm constantly, my head was constantly like, like, uh, uh, half ice, um, breakouts. Like we, you know, a lot of pro teams start one or two practices a week with that just to get some touches or like four corners of the blue, four dots. And you're doing like some skating and some, some, um, warm up shooting drills. And I just was constantly looking around the ice and to a point where it was uncomfortable. But so I was working on my skating cause I was going full speed, but so I'm working on my strength. But then I'm also working on a weakness for me, which was trying to play as much as I could with my head up scanning the ice. And it was very uncomfortable, but right there, I'm working on a strength and a weakness at the same time. So to get back to the point, like uh, write down your strengths, write down your weaknesses. And then here's something that a lot of players don't do. I think you should write those in your phone and your notes. And before you go out to practice, read your freaking notes. It's going to give you a quick reminder and a refresher, and, and it's just going to be in the forefront of your brain what you need to work on that practice. Because I think a lot of players are told what they need to work on, and then they go into practice and they don't work on it at all. They do not focus on what coach said they need to work on, their agent said they need, whatever it is. They don't focus on it in practice. They'll only do it after practice when there's no pressure. It's not a real drill. How much better is that making you? You know, so like really try to incorporate your weaknesses into your practice. There you go. I yeah. like it. I like yeah. it. Um, one other thing that I wanted to talk about as it relates to the self-awareness, self-reflection piece is 
it can, it kind of goes back to what we talk about knowing your why. Um, but like knowing what you love to do, like, I feel like people who reach their potential, um, it's funny, M who's way smarter than both of us. Um, we were talking about this pre-show, uh, cause I, I told her this is what we were doing. I kind of asked for her opinion and she was like, it's almost like a Venn diagram of like your strengths and what you love to do. And if you can get that sweet spot in like the middle of what you love to do and what you're good at, like that's, <laughs> that's totally ultimately magic. where you want to be. Right. So there's kind of two different pieces to it. What you really like to do, what you want to do and what you're good at. If you can marry those two things, like you're in a good spot. I you're love good, that. Because when you love to do it, you're going to, you're going to do it more because you like doing, I mean, it's just kind of simple you do it with more intention. <laughs> do it with more attention for sure. Yeah. You know, so kind of think about what you like to do. Think about what you're good at. And if there are things in there that um, you know, are similar, then you're you're in a good spot to to I think maximize your potential. And for us, it was hockey, man. Like we love to play and we we're blessed by God with a little bit of talent to be able to be pretty good at it too. And so um, I just think that that's a really, really cool way to kind of think about it. And so to the beginning, reflect about it, be self-aware, what you're good at, what you can use work on. And if you can marry that with, you know, what, uh, what you love to do huge. Would you, would you put like being able to take criticism from a coach and like apply it under this self-awareness, self-reflection, or do you think that would be like kind of under a different header? I was going to talk about that. So we'll get to that. All right. So then my next one, um, I want to give the listeners things that are very actionable. So we had a saying in juniors, don't, we'll never, we can't, we never will. We never are going to, you can't lose two games in a row. And I, I think that's a really good philosophy just in life to have, um, and approaching coming to the rink every day. Don't, don't ever allow yourself to have two bad days in a row. Um, I don't like negative, um, verbiage, so I don't love the way I just worded that. Don't allow yourself to have two bad days in a row. Um, I don't know how I would word that. I'd have to like write it out and kind of play with it. But like, if you had a bad day yesterday, don't let your bad day yesterday turn into a bad day today, because this is something that a lot of players, you know, they get stuck in a quicksand, you know, like they had a bad game or they had a bad weekend. And instead of nipping it in the bud and, and being grateful and practicing gratitude and watching video and reflecting and doing all these steps that you need to do to get over a bad weekend and move forward. Um, they kind of sit in it. They allow it to bring them down. They allow it to hurt their confidence, their, their self, uh, um, their view of themselves, you know, like a lot of, a lot of players, you know, they, they let it drag them down and you cannot, you can't. All right. And it sounds simple, um, but it's not easy. So I'd say like for me to not have two bad days in a row, let's say I have a bad day, bad game yesterday, minus seven, whatever. Um, couple things, watch a video. What did I do? Well, cause there's still things you did well in that game. You did at least one thing. Well, even if it was just, you had a great warm up shot and you got the goalie warmer, but you were minus seven, at least you did something. Well, make sure that you, you <laughs> make sure that you point out what you did well. Um, and then go over the, the stuff that you could have done better. 
And this is where the self-reflection comes in to talk about, be honest with yourself. Cause if you're lying to yourself and you're pointing fingers at everyone else, you're not going to get to the root of the problem. And you're not going to create that list that I just talked about to bring into practice and then work on tomorrow. So I think it's just super, super important. And, and, you know, it might be something like, you know, you just go to the rink and you're like, I'm going to have fun today. I'm not going to worry about being stressed. I'm not going to worry about what happened over the weekend because the sooner that you realize, the sooner that you realize that you cannot change the past, whether that's last shift, last game, last weekend, last month, last season, you're coming off a bad quote unquote season. You cannot change the past and you cannot let a bad day, week, month, year, game, season dictate what's going to happen tomorrow or in the future. And the sooner you learn that and that, you know, yesterday's gone, you can only change what's going to happen from right now moving forward, um, the the better you're going to be. Love that. Love that. I think that's very, very good advice. And um, yeah, I, I don't, I think that's fine to use a double negative or whatever it was. Yeah. I just, I, I'm a, for I, this, like for this, it's like, right. I'm just really big into the verbiage you use with your yeah. self-talk. You know, I was like kind of trying to think of something and I couldn't off the top of my head as you were talking about it. Yeah. I'd have to take some time to like write that down. Um, bounce and, back, have a bounce yeah, back, have day. a bounce back day. Right. Like that's a positive, like, right. That's a big difference. So saying to yourself, I'm not going to have another bad day. That's a lot of negative energy, like in your head without you even thinking about it, just how you structured your thought. But by saying, but by going into the rink and going, I'm going to have an effing bounce back today. I'm back boys. I'm back, baby. Like that, that immediately you're bringing a different energy. You're, you're, you're putting out a different energy. You're, you're, you're attracting a different energy to you versus the opposite. So I'm just, I'm very big on how you, how you structure your self-talk. So I think it's really important, but you know what I mean? Like so many players, especially young players, they kind of get in a hole and they get into, you know, quicksand, like, uh, like, uh, the quarterback in the replacements movie talks about, yeah. you know, and I think it's really important and it's simple. It's not easy. It's simple. Like you got to just cut off yesterday. You cannot change what happened yesterday. Last shift, last game, move forward and, and, no bad days, you know, have a good bounce back day. Love it. Love it. Good stuff. Uh, okay. My number two is surround yourself with good people, man. Surround yourself with good people. You want to maximize your potential. You have to surround yourself with good people. And I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into that because that's such like a freaking generic saying. And we like, I mean, dude, if there was like one thing that I talk about the most, on this podcast and the 200, whatever episodes we've done, this is it surround yourself with the right people. Um, so I want to dive a little bit deeper. I'm going to say like what that means. Cause I think that's important. I think you want to surround yourself with positive people, people who do not bring negativity around every day, energy vampires, people who just kind of suck the, the will and the energy out of a room, like surround yourself with like people who are positive about life <laughs> and, and see it like kind of similar to what you're saying, like see a better tomorrow than there was today, even if today was pretty shitty. So I think, you know, surround yourself with positive people, surround yourself with people who are going to tell you the truth. And this is where kind of like the coaching, the thing that you mentioned earlier, you know, I, I think you know, the last thing you want is to surround yourself with people who are going to tell you what you want to hear um, and, and are going to sugarcoat things. I think you want to surround, surround yourself with people who are going to be honest with you for the good and for the bad. And I think that's what really good coaches do. So for like all the kids and parents in here, like 
I think a huge quality of a really, really good coach is they're truthful. <laughs> they're not afraid to have a tough conversation. Um, they're going to tell you like it is. And the older you get, the more important that becomes. And I, I think I've talked about this, but like we've talked to a lot of our players and and did something where we asked them about communication styles. And the biggest thing that they wanted was honesty. <laughs> just like, just, just tell us straight, just tell us like it is. And I think a lot of players want that. I think, I think there's a notion out there that players don't want that and they just want to be told how good they are. I don't think that's the case. I think kids want to know. I think kids actually want to know how to get better. Now you have to find a way with that individual kid um, how to present that. <laughs> Some people you can raise your voice to. Some people you got to you know, give them a hug first and say, hey, I care about you, but X, Y, and Z, you got to get better at. Like, There's different ways to go about those conversations. Um, but you want to surround yourself with people who are going to tell you the truth for the good or the bad. Um, I, I think that's really, really important. And then I think the last thing, so I talked about, you want to surround yourself with positive people. You want to surround yourself with people who are going to tell you the truth. And I think you want to surround yourself with people who love you for you and, you know, aren't trying to change the essence of, of who you are and try to change you into something that you're not. Obviously there are ways to improve. Obviously that's what coaching is, but at the end of the day, like you can't lose who you are and your identity. And so I feel like that's really important too, that you surround yourself with people who are like, if you're a goofball, like surround yourself with people who are okay with you being a goofball. Maybe there's not a time, there's a time and a place and you can learn that. Um, but surround yourself with people who love you for you. What do you think, Vex? Go. I think that's huge. And I've talked about on the podcast before that when I was playing pro in the U S um, I was, I was, I wasn't myself in the locker room, like around the coaching staff or when the, you know, all the, the brass from Boston would come down to Providence or in camp and stuff. I was just like, I should be seen and not heard. I should, I should be quiet, you know, like all, all that stuff and just like let my work speak for itself. But, you know, you have to be you to be your best you. If you're constantly censoring or you're constantly thinking about like, well, did I, am I going to say the wrong thing? Like you're not just flowing. You're not being you. You're not just like being, which means you're reacting faster and just, just everything. I don't know. You're letting people in because you're being a little bit of vulnerable and, and which being a leader, that's very important, you know, on top of being a follower um, in the locker room and stuff like that. So I, I think that that is, that truly, truly is like massively, massively important. And it's something that, I wish somebody would have told me um, earlier. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've talked about this being a coach. Age. Yeah. A lot of people our age would probably say the same thing. Yeah. You know, because it was like, do it this way. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, I, uh, until I went to playing in Europe and I was just like, F it, I'm just going to be myself like I was in college and in juniors and whatever. Um, you know, I didn't have the level of success um, consistently that I probably should have, uh, in my view. Um, and I think a lot of it was because I was like, kind of like holding back, you know, and, uh, you've talked about that as a coach. This isn't just for players. This is for coaches too. You know, like you are, so, you personally are such a good person and you care so much and you're stupid, intelligent, um, when it comes to hockey. And you've talked about on the podcast many times how your first year, two years, whatever at Cornell, like you thought you had to be kind of like a hardo and like, dude, that's not you. You're a huge puss. 
No, I mean, you're just, you're, you're, you're not a hardo. Like, like you're like, uh, you, you speak from the heart and people believe it and they feel it and they want to run through a wall for you when they're playing with you as a leader or as a coach. Um, and so when you're being something, you're not, you're not as effective. And I wasn't there in the room, obviously in Cornell, but to hear you talk, it kind of sounds like, you know, maybe you could have made a bigger impact, um, or been a better you or better coach if you would have really been yourself. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah. It's a, it was a lesson I learned early. I think my first year I tried to be a character as my first year, really coaching, you know, and thought I needed to be something that I wasn't, you know, and, uh, learned quickly that that didn't really work, you know? And so getting back to the ness of yourself and, you know, being vulnerable and, and, um, just bringing your best self to the rank. That's, that's the best thing that you can do as a coach and don't try to be somebody that you're not, you know? And, and I think the best like head coaches and GMs, I think they surround themselves with people who aren't like them so they can be themselves you know, maybe you're a guy that's great with emotion, <laughs> you know, and like you said, like speaks from the heart and, you know, well, you're going to need somebody that maybe is a tactician as an assistant coach. And you're going to need somebody that's good with, uh, organizing player stuff, you know, keeping things on the straight and narrow and putting plans together and whatever. Um, I, I think the best leaders, they surround themselves with people who aren't like them. Um, and, and just kind of rounds out a staff because a team needs different types of things from different types of coaches at different times. And so if you have those different skill sets within your coaching staff, um, you're really going to be able to maximize your potential as a staff and, and through each of your coaches reaching, um, the potential. I love it. I love it. Um, Uh, one other thing, one other thing, as we're talking about this, um, and, and I want to talk to the kids right now. Because I think this is really important as we talk about surrounding yourself with good people. Um, at some point, maybe you've already had this. Um, if you have dreams and aspirations of being good at anything, let alone hockey, um, you are going to come across a coach that's going to challenge you and make things hard. Um, that is a good thing. That is a very, very, very good thing. I think Vex and I, we've spoken about this, but we'll say it again. Like we would not have gotten to where we are if we had not tough coaches that pushed us. Now, there may be uh, a little bit of a difference in philosophy on how they pushed, but at the end of the day, like you need, if you want to maximize your potential, you need people to push you outside of your comfort zone. And if you have a coach that's trying to do that, that is a good thing, you know? So sometimes, and and my dad and mom would always say this, like, don't listen to the messenger, listen to the message, <laughs> you know? Um, don't listen to how they're saying it, listening to what they're saying type stuff. So take the message. If maybe it's a little bit tougher or a way that you don't really love of being coached, but at the end of the day, like count your blessings now for people that push you. Because if you want to maximize your potential, you're going to need somebody to push you and hold you accountable and, and, you know, almost like believe things that are greater than what you believe in yourself as well. So, um, I just, I thought that was important as you're talking about surrounding yourself with the right people, because it's not always just, Oh, good, positive. It's not always like there's hard times and like coaches who make it hard for you. Um, that's a good thing. It's a very, very good thing. Love that. I love that. 
hey guys, I want to introduce you to a new company called NordVPN that allows you to watch things from all over the world and also has an unbelievable security feature for you too. If you're bored of US Netflix, why not take it for a spin in the UK? Using NordVPN and a click of a button, you can do just that. There's no need to travel to Japan for your favorite anime when NordVPN can also bring it right to you. With over 5,000 plus server options, no show is out of your reach. Using our show's link at nordvpn.com slash think tank, you can receive a huge discount on a two-year plan plus one free month. NordVPN also has unbelievable security features that can help protect you, and they've doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection feature. Say goodbye to intrusive website ads and malware. Even if you download an infected file, threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer. Don't forget, there is literally no risk to you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Give it a try, and if you like, great. If not, they'll issue you a refund and you can pretend the entire situation never happened. Check out my link again at nordvpn.com slash think tank to get your subscription started today. Again, that's nordvpn.com slash think tank. Uh, my last one, um, it would be no excuses. And I, th- I think, that, oh, that, yeah. That, oh, yeah. I think that that's also like, it's a big umbrella and there's a lot that goes under that. And that, that doesn't mean you're not going to have bad days. That doesn't mean like you, you might miss practice because you're late you slept in like whatever like not saying you're never going to have those what i'm saying is there's like don't have excuses you mess up you own up to it you learn from it you change that behavior you don't let it happen again or you let it happen very 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 frequently infrequently um right like uh you need to get better so are you go you're tired you went out last night are you going to do something today to get better? Or are you going to sit home and make an excuse? Uh, I need a rest day. Oh, I need, I need, uh, I'll do it tomorrow. Right. Uh, here's the thing. There's guys and girls out there who are going to take your spot who will not make excuses. They won't. When, when they mess up, they will learn from it immediately. They will change the behavior on the ice, off the ice, in the gym, with their nutrition, with their sleep, whatever it is. And the sooner that you stop making all excuses and you point the thumb at yourself when you need to be better, and this goes along with self-reflection, but the Tove said, you know, n- number one, like the sooner you stop making all excuses, all of them, this doesn't mean you will not make a mistake. This doesn't mean you will not have bad games. This doesn't mean you will not have bad days, but you take accountability for them. You look in the mirror and you say to yourself, what is the actual truth? What could I have done better? And then learn from it and do it. Change the behavior. Because if you don't, there is someone out there who will be willing to take accountability and they will leapfrog you. They will. I love that, dude. And and I'm going to flip it a little bit because I think people who get close to maximizing their potential, they don't make excuses. But I can tell you, from the other side, the people who don't reach their potential, all they do is make excuses. All they do. <laughs> and, and that's that's a majority of the people, you know, like that's a majority majority of people out there make excuses for why things didn't go the way that they think they should have went. And we've all been there. I mean, we've all made excuses for things, but like um, 
at the end of the day, like, and I, I, dude, I like tweeted this today. Like it's your decisions, not your conditions that determine your destiny. Okay. It's not what happens to you. It's the way that you choose to see the things that happen to you. Those are the things that matter. And if you can have, I forget who said this, but it was like radical accountability, Mm. like radical accountability. Like, and, and you know, I think it was Gary V you're a Gary V guy, right? Love Gary. Yeah. So like, it's, it's one of those things like how freeing is it? And this really like hit home, like how freeing is it as an individual to take responsibility for everything in your life for the good and for the bad. Now there's no excuses out there. Like you're radically just, everything is on me, you know? And, and what most people would, I shouldn't say most people, what, what like conventional wisdom would be like, Oh, that's a lot of pressure. Everything is on me. Flip that. No, it's actually very freeing because now you can't make excuses for any, like it's, it's all, and it's how I choose to see the situation, not the situation that happens to me, how I choose to see the situation. And when you do that, like that can be a very freeing thing. And so I'll give credit to where credit's due. I believe it was Gary V that I heard that say that if you're not listening to Gary V, by the way, like you need, like, he's the man. I love him. That you love, like he's right up your alley too. Um, so like radical accountability, like, and, and yeah, man, like ah, how many people make excuses? That's like everyone, everyone. And guess what? That's why everyone is not super successful. That's why everyone doesn't get to live out their dreams. That's and why everyone's not a their potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's why. <laughs> That's why everyone's not a billionaire. That's why everyone's not a millionaire. That's why everyone doesn't get to play in the NHL. That's why everyone doesn't get to play juniors. That's why everyone doesn't get a scholarship because success is the tip of the pyramid. Most people live at the base. The people who go up the pyramid are the ones who do not make excuses. They, they self-reflect. They do all of these things to absolutely maximize their potential. And the sooner you start to do these things, the better you will get. All right. Like one of my favorite, favorite uh, people to look up to in the world and a mentor of mine is, uh, is Andy Frazella. And he says, it's a no compromise mentality. You can't compromise. Like you got a goal. You have something that you said that you need to do to achieve that long-term or short-term goal. No compromise, like no excuses. You do it. And if you don't, you own up to it. You reassess, you reevaluate, you plan better and you move forward doing it. Right. Doesn't mean you're never going to fail, but you're honest with yourself. Like you've said, with self-reflection, like I said, don't have two bad days in a row and you don't make an excuse. You look in the mirror and you find that effing dog. No. And you, and you, (laughs) Billy Madison, and you, you need to, you know, be honest with yourself and do these things. You got a job. You got a responsibility. (laughs) You know, this stuff will change your life. And again, this is all, all, all five things that we've listed so far are simple, but not easy, but they are simple and you can do them. It's just not easy, which is why, again, most people aren't successful. Yep. Simple, but not easy doing, doing the same things every day. Simple, but not easy, but want to reach your potential. Do the small things every day. <laughs> every day. Uh, okay. Last one that I have here and I have two questions. The questions are, how do you handle success and how do you handle adversity? Those are the two questions that I think if you want to maximize your potential, how do you handle success and how do you handle adversity? Kind of goes the adversity part, which we talk about all the time. Um, But 
not having two bad days in a row, having a bounce back day. How do you handle adversity? Do you point fingers or do you look in the mirror? Do you um, make excuses? Do you take accountability? Um, you know, are you pouting <laughs> and blaming or are you accepting and are you gritting your teeth to get back up on the horse again and, and do a better job the next day? So how you handle adversity when things aren't going well, but at the same time, how do you handle success? This is this is the one that I think is, I don't want to say more important than adversity, but I think it's actually a little bit harder because when you have a little bit of success, human nature, the thing that we all do is we stop working as hard because now it kind of seems easy. I had a little bit of success and then you're like, oh, I'm having success. Yeah. And, and then you forget why you had success. And that was because you put in the work, right? So now it's kind of like the other way where it's like, okay, I can't have two bad days in a row, but it's like, okay, now I got to string two really good days in a row together and then three and then four and then five. And then maybe we have a little bit of success, but no, but I'm not going to be satisfied. Like I still need to do the things that make me who I am and make me at my best. Boom. And then you stack those days and stack those days and stack those days and stack those days. It's really, really hard to do. I think that's why players go in slumps like peaks and valleys, you know, they'll do really, really well. And then they'll kind of get complacent and forget about what made them do really, really well. And then they'll, you know, stop doing those things. So they stop, stop having the success. And then when they stop having the success, they're like, okay, I got to change something. Like I gotta, I gotta get back to it. And then they'll start working again. And then they'll start doing the things that made them successful again. And that's why it's so hard to be consistent because like, you just, you, you, it's simple, but not easy. You have to do the same things to prepare yourself every single day. So I'll ask you the question, how do you handle success and how do you handle failure? How do you handle adversity? I think people who maximize their potential understand how important those two things are and understand what it takes to not have the dips be so low, not have the highs be so high and then stop what you're doing. You know, So how do you handle those two things? No vacancy for complacency. Oh, snap. Thought of that just now. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, but it's so true. So many players, I'll talk to them, you know, oh, I started off the season hot and then, you know, I'm in a lull right now. And I'm like, all right, let's go through your daily routine. And they're like, what were you doing when you're successful? What, what, what was, were, it's always what, different. What time were you out there for practice? How late were you staying out? You know, what was your mindset? How much video were watching? How about now? Oh, I, I That's why diets that. start on January 1st and end on January 5th. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Seriously, like, you know, yeah. it's be New Year's. How many people are going to make New Year's resolutions that end on January 5th? Well, th that's that's the mindset right there is, oh, I'll do it in a month. Like how many people on Thanksgiving engorged and just like ate so much food and they're like, oh, I got to get my life together. I feel awful. I'll do it in a month and a half. Like, no, no start it today. Start yeah. it tomorrow. No, you're, you're hundred percent right. That like, I, I guess I was trying to make a different point or talk. No, I'm, agree I'm agreeing with you. Oh, agreeing yeah, with yeah, you yeah. Because so many people will put it off and put it off and put it off. And then guess what? <laughs> they're not going to do it because it's not an important thing to them. They've placed value somewhere else and, and it's not important to them. Well, guess what? Everything that you want to be successful at needs to be of value needs to be placed high on your list of values of daily checklist, uh, check, check marks. You've got to do like, again, simple, not easy. And consistency is a, the key to everything. 
Yeah. Actually, if we were, <laughs> if we were going to like round everything into one word of how to maximize your potential, like if there was one word, it would probably be consistency. Yeah. Honestly. In all, like seriously, honestly. like be consistent with your habits, be consistent with your values and, and be consistent with your daily routine. I think that's why, like, like I, I, I try to reference Sidney Crosby a lot because he's like the ultimate person when it comes to that stuff. You know, almost to the almost to the point, and probably to the point of like superstitious, but like he would say routine, um, where it's like you have to do. It's like God, it's not set. We always try to talk about like how do you make development sexy? Like how do you? You just can't, and there's no point to doing that because it, and and because like to be great, it's got to be hard, and consistency is one of the hardest things ever in the world to to try and be. But at the end of the day, maximizing your potential, if we can round it into one, consistency. I love it. I love it. I think that every single coach who wants to be a better coach, be consistent. Every single player wants to be a better player, be consistent in all these things. And every single parent who's trying to help their players the best they can, be consistent. Be consistent with with your support role, with how you approach these things, the talks that you have with your child, you know, the the values that you place on on certain things that are going to inevitably help them or hurt them in their hockey career. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This was fun. I like this one. Dude, this is like my favorite, favorite, favorite topic. Yeah, um, me too. Like because this is something that I love to talk to all my clients about in the gym because I'm like, right now what we're doing, like your goal is to be the best hockey player you can possibly be, maximize your potential and play hockey as long as you can. Whether that means you you finish at midgets or you finish in juniors or college or pro, whatever it is, maximize your ability, play as long as you can at the highest level you can, all that stuff. But guess what? All this stuff that we're also working on and talking about and the reasons you will be your best hockey player you can possibly be are also what's going to make you successful in the real world. And this is the reason, another reason we do this podcast, because you and I both love using hockey as a metaphor for kids and players for life. And uh, I've seen it, you know, I've trained thousands of players now in the last uh, 15 years, but 11 years in my company in the first, the four years before that, um, informally working with players and, and it's the people who, do the simple, not easy things and, and consistently and are constantly, you, you know, what they're going to be, you know, what they're giving, you know, they're going to be, um, extremely take ownership of the good and the bad. Like those people are all successful after hockey, no matter what level they finished at, they are successful. And that's why we need to constantly be hammering these types of things home to all the players that, that we work with. Goats, my goats, man. I feel like, um, I feel like this is a lot of fun. We kind of focus on the individual. I feel like we should do one at some point pretty soon on team. Mm. How to measure your potential as a team too. Ooh, I you like know? that. Let's do that next episode. Okay. So, yeah. all right, cool. We get a nod of approval from our producer, Steph as well. So she's like, she's like it. ever since she came on, we're getting like 2 million views an episode. So we got to listen to her. <laughs> That would be something. That <laughs> would be, be nice. Jobs if that was the case. <laughs> Spe- speaking of, to get to 2 million views an episode, peeps, don't be afraid to like, share, rate, comment. I know that we're not telling, uh, you know, gross uh, locker room stories like spitting chiclets and stuff like that. But I do think <laughs> we're we're providing a lot of value to players, parents, and coaches nonstop for free every single week for how many years, Toe? Four? 
four years, baby. Four years. So if you like what we're doing, like seriously, seriously, please like, share, rate, comment, send it to people, send it to, send it to your organizations. The amount of uh, emails that our producers have been getting, Steph, from, uh, from parents have been really, really, really dope lately. Very cool. Uh, one team had their whole team made it a, a responsibility that they had to listen to one of our episodes recently, the entire team. And I think there were a 12 U, 13 U yeah, team? Yeah, I think they were a peewee team. You know, and and the parents said like, wow, like they love what it did. They loved the conversation it sparked within the team the next day over the weekend, all that type of stuff. That is literally why we do this. We wish that people would have been telling us this stuff when we were younger because we're like, damn, how much better could we have gotten through those, through those times? So please help us, uh, help us grow the show, help us help more hockey players. Cause this is just what we love to do. Yeah, for sure. That's our why for the show is, is we want to make hockey better and we want to make everybody within hockey better and give you some perspective and, um, the greater reach we feel like we get, um, the more people we're going to be able to affect and the more people we're going to be able to, to help. And so, yeah, we, uh, we would appreciate it if you just share this on your social media or share this with your parent groups or your teams or whatever it may be. Um, and continue to reach out to us. We, we talk about a lot of things that people send to us on the podcast as well. So any type of feedback, um, would be phenomenal and, uh, reach out to us. Hockey think tank podcast at gmail.com is our podcast email. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word email for some reason. <laughs> Um, but hockey think tank podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Reach out to us. Any ideas you have? We, we've also had people say like, Hey, we know this person. They'd be a great guest on the podcast. And we've had those people on. Um, so anytime there's a back and forth with us, we we're big on community. We want to bring people in. We want you guys to be a part of this as well. So reach out to us, share us if you can. And, uh, hopefully we can make an even greater dent on the hockey world that we're making right now. And we continue to grow and have you guys to thank for that. So we really, really, really appreciate all your love and support for what we're doing. Hopefully you really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed this episode. I think yeah. did this, uh, you know, I needed this, like I said, at the start of the show, like I didn't, didn't have my a, a game today, uh, just inside my own head and going to the gym for myself and stuff. So this conversation just like kind of lit a fire under my hoop. So I'm, uh, I'm ready Let's to go, go tomorrow. Oh, Let's Hey, go, baby. you want, I, because I know so many men snore and we have so many, uh, uh, dads, players, coaches, parents that listen to us. Um, uh, they're, they, I'm, I don't get paid by them. They didn't pay me to talk about this, but I, I think this is a uh, pretty cool. Uh, what's the name of this company? Tape something tape. Let me look it up real quick. Do you snore? Do you know? I don't think so. No, you don't think so. That's... But I'm a mouth breather, which sucks, which is, which I... is honestly, it's really bad for you. Yeah, really I know. I know. And, when uh, what's that? When you sleep, it's really bad. For yeah. You. So my that, nose, that I broke my nose. Man. Yeah, I broke my nose three times. So like, yep. I, I can't really, like even when I do anything, I don't breathe out of my nose very well. Mm. And so, mm. yeah, and I know that like the science is telling you like breathing out of your nose in and out is like way better, um, way better. Yep. than breathing out of your mouth. So um, I, I haven't done it yet, but I've heard that if you like tape your mouth shut when you sleep, yeah. that, yeah, that so, actually really helps. So, so I gotta, uh, maybe I gotta start doing that. Yeah. So that's, I just, I just thought of this real quick because again, always trying to add value. This company sent me, uh, sent me some of their, their product. It's called hostage tape, which is sounds creepy and 
insane. Is this is um, literally what we're talking about right now. Yeah. That's so dude, funny. Well, I just wanted to, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, to tell people because so I've had my nose broken five times throughout my career. Um, I can barely breathe out of one nostril at a time. Like it really sucks. I, I should get the surgery. Um, but, uh, you know, I take, I've taped my mouth while I'm working out. I constantly try to nasal breathe, even though it's hard for me because of my deviated septum. Um, but I tried this stuff last night. <laughs> I honestly was worried I was going to die. I waited till <laughs> Kylie fell asleep. Cause she was like, I don't want you to try it. I'm worried. Like, what if you, what if you don't like, what is you, your mouth is taped and you can't breathe, but this tape is like kind of stretchy and it's almost slightly porous. So like, if you did have to breathe through your mouth, you could. And I, okay. I tried that out before I fell asleep, but, uh, dude, I didn't snore last night. Probably the, and I slept like a baby because I was only breathing in and on my nose. And, uh, you know, I know a lot, like my dad snores like a banshee grandpa sounds like a garbage disposal. The entire night is going off in grandma's ear. Grandma, if you're listening, I'm sure you're, you're laughing. Um, but, uh, you know, I know there's a big a source of contention between, uh, uh, husbands and wives. And so since it helped me, you know, I'm going to do it again tonight. See how it goes. I just wanted to help people out there. You know, you could use duct tape, but I got a beard that probably wouldn't feel great. Um, you know, the stuff like didn't hurt when I pulled it off my muzzy or my, my chin. I heard medical tape. You can use medical tape too. Really? Well, the cool thing about this, like I said, it's stretchy and it's kind of porous. So like you could breathe through your mouth if you had to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I know this is totally random and off topic and, you know, they don't pay me anything to say this, um, but I, I really liked it. And, uh, you know, Christmas is coming up. I don't think it's that expensive and stuff. So, you know, if you're a big snorer out there or your hockey player is broken his nose a bunch and your, your <laughs> wife or your girl is mad at you for sawing logs in their hey, ear every night. Hey, women snore too. We don't have to be a, we can be equal opportunity with this thing. <laughs> oh, sorry, Emma. Uh, Emma, if you're <laughs> snoring and you're upsetting Topher's beauty rest. All right. Then Emma put the mouth, the hostage tape on and give it a whirl. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. Well, nice little plug there at the end, but uh, thank you everybody for, and hopefully you enjoy the show. I didn't finish my sentence there. I don't know what you were just saying. I, there, yeah, I don't know. I think hopefully it's don't you out of my nose. <laughs> Something happened in my brain. The oxygen wasn't getting there. <laughs> brain fart. Brain fart. You ate so thank, it because you're Thank you guys breather. so much. We appreciate you. We're going to end the episode now. So don't say anything else dumb. Uh, we love you. Hope we have a great week. Adios. <laughs>